Now there's trouble bussing in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on the promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fish your hair up pretty And meet me tonight in Atlantic City All right, everybody, welcome back. Episode 12, Degenerate Dad Podcast. Got myself. Got Josh, got Kai. Fellas, how you doing? Doing great. Um, another not beautiful week, but I don't know. I can. I still got a lot to do on my end, but uh, feeling good. Still seeing the board, reading the lines, putting in the work. So I'm not scared of anything right now. Yeah, I feel great. Uh, probably my best week so far this year. Um, so many winning weeks, I'm starting to lose track. But, you know, really, uh, really on Nate's heels for uh, dad of the year here. And I'm also coming up on 500 picks so far for the year. So lots of volume, lots of winners. Yeah, an incredible amount of volume coming from the boys, Uh, you know, three deep. We're all plus, you know, you know, 300 essentially total picks. Kai, like you said, creeping up on 500 uh, just shows his true degenerate dad. (laughs) <laughs> uh, spirits there, but yeah, a good week for me. Nothing, nothing to write home about just kind of just above 500 had a great Saturday. I think I was 14 and five on Saturday. Um, you know, with some help from the boys, I took a couple of their, uh, you know, noon games, which helped. And then, yeah, really fell apart Sunday. Uh, and then Monday went one and one. So yeah, seeing the board. Well, having fun with it boys i mean this is uh we got to be together on sunday which was a blast all the families watching football so uh good vibes all the way around i have to say is that i i feel like i'm seeing the nfl board a lot better than i ever have like uh this past week i think i went like six and five the week before that i think i went seven, seven and one. one yeah like I, i'm feeling good about the nfl I usually suck at the nfl but i feel like i'm just you know the darts are landing right on the bullseye right now see man that's how and i started the exact opposite couldn't find my stride at all college football to start the year um you know was going for too many big spreads probably and i was seeing the floor well uh when it comes to nfl and i've just completely done a 180 um either way it's getting me winning weeks i think i'm four in a row winning weeks so you know we're, we're getting back so all right, boys. Uh, as I have it right now, like Kaiser said, I uh, had an absolutely ginormous week, uh, plus 10. Uh, as I have it, he went 29 and 19. Overall, he's 236, 224, and four, and he's nine and 12 in locks. Uh, Josh was 18 and 21. Overall, he's 149, 168, and four, 11 and 10 in locks. Myself, it's 21, 15, and one. Overall, I'm 198. 184 and seven, uh, 11 and 10 and locks. So, uh, man, a lot of picks, boys, a lot of volume. Uh, can't wait to see how we end up in a dad of the year race. Have we decided, are we going number of games over 500 or winning percentage? No idea. Don't care. 
Josh, you pick since you're already out. Didn't need that. Um, <laughs> game's over 500. All right, deal. It's locked in now. Locked in, locked for life. That was um, me and Josh. I'm sorry. We're too early in the episode for a shot that, like Yeah, that. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't say it, so we didn't team up on you. No, uh, I all right, well, uh, let's get into it. Uh, Josh, go ahead and lead us off. Big winner, big loser from last week. Oh, uh, yeah, so my big winner, uh, two college games. I uh, doubled down on TCU. I We said it last week, didn't understand the line. Um, I think their number one wideout was out, and I think that was a huge flex on the line for some he, reason. He ended up playing, too, but he yeah. was hurt, but yeah. Yeah, and I, I still – I mean, it was obviously a good game, but um, – TCU is rolling right now. And then a team that's looked like absolute shit and was a pick em at Georgia Tech was Miami. And I and I doubled down on Miami as well. So feel great about that one. They manhandled Georgia Tech. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's like that's sad that that was a pick em because I think Georgia Tech is, is bad. And not that Miami's good at all, but like in that scenario, talent does – outweigh like effort maybe i don't know but um yeah so that's my big those are my big winners big loser um i took the under 46 again in the minneapolis buffalo game and that didn't go well i think it ended up uh 63 and it was the best nfl game so far this year so um you know would you take a loss over the best nfl game um this year me personally, I'm a man of honor. I would say, yeah, I got to watch the the best NFL game. So, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, just a, such a dumb move um, to for that play to happen, and uh, it didn't work out. Yeah, I uh, the big winner is me. I had now six weeks in a row with a winning record. I am seeing the board in college and NFL. Um, I'm saying all this, and I'm sure this will be the week that I have like a you know a ten and forty week. You're right now, shame. right now, I feel like I am seeing it, and I'm picking weird games I usually wouldn't pick, and somehow they're hitting. Um, luckily for me, I lost so much during March Madness. I don't think the tax man will be able to dip into the gambling account yet. But if I stay hot, um, there's a chance. Big loser for me was Oregon and Bama. I took both of them, first half and full game spreads. That was four of my losses. Uh, Bama at least won, but it, I really thought he was going to break it off, you know, and Kiffin, and they just – Bama really should have lost that game. Oregon just played like absolute shit the entire time. Bo Nix looked like he was playing Georgia again. And I had Oregon as my lock and ruined the college football degenerate dad parlay. So I apologize to the boys and to the fans for that. Uh, those were my two huge losers. But the big winner is you. Obviously, because overall, you know, okay. All right. up 10. Yep. All right. Yeah. So my uh, my big winner was TCU there in my college uh, football lock of the week. Just never really made sense to me. I just felt like they had the better team, even with whatever injuries they had on the board or may not have had. I just thought they could go on the road and not lose by a touchdown. Just made complete sense to me. And then big loser, I mean, without question, the Chicago Bears leading uh-huh. 20, leading 24 to 10, 24 to 10 with you know minimal time left in the third quarter. Uh pick six, missed extra point, just dumb stuff that the Bears do. 
to lose outright to fucking Detroit at home is disgusting. Justin Fields has absolutely no help. I mean, and Kaiser even said it after I was pissed uh, after seeing them lose is Justin Fields looks amazing and they're going to get a good draft pick because they're losing so much. So a little ray uh, sunshine there, but yeah, big losers, the bears minus two and a half. They had it locked up and fucked it up. So like, sucks. tell me if I'm wrong, but like, he didn't run like that at Ohio State, right? Like, uh, they, they didn't run him like that. Yeah, he didn't need to. Well, that's the thing, too, at Ohio State. Yeah, I guess to. you're right, yeah. The Bears, he definitely needs to. He's, yeah. He's like – I feel like – Yeah, sorry, good. No, everyone just talks about how strong he is, and, like, he looks thick when he runs, and you're like, how yeah. the fuck is he so fast? Moving. Absolutely moving. Uh, Yeah, man, he's, like, the third best running back in the league, so shout out, <laughs> Justin Fields. Um. All right, boys, let's uh, let's get into it here. Our locks of the week. I'll go ahead and uh, stay on it here. Uh, my college football lock of the week is UMass plus 33 and a half. I know everyone's probably like, what the fuck? Why is that? I happening? love that. But why would Texas A&M ever be 30 plus point uh, favorites at any point this year? What have they shown? Like, they could play, I don't even know, like Ball State, like anyone you put in this category in like literally in the nation doesn't, co- they don't cover. So I love UMass here. I think they slow it down. It's probably an ugly game that goes to the under. They probably win by 20, but there's no way they win by 33 and a half. Yeah, my uh, my college football lock is going to be Army minus 10. Um, you, they're playing UConn. UConn just, I think or definitely have won their biggest game in the past like three years just by winning um and they go to army um that's obviously i don't think going to be an easy place to play for yukon and army i don't think they're i don't think army comes out of like a take it easy mode like oh we're playing yukon we're just going to wing it type thing i think army's going to probably beat the shit out of them but uh and Kaiser asked me earlier when I told him my lock and asked me if I was a UConn hater. I'm absolutely not a UConn hater. Um, if UConn, I mean, any teams like that, if UConn could just be somewhat decent, that'd be great. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i taking Western Kentucky Auburn over 52 and a half. Love I that. think that Western Kentucky can score with anyone. Um, they're averaging 38 a game. Auburn's given up 28 a game. Not a good matchup for them. Uh, I'm actually a little teaser here. I'm taking Western Kentucky uh, plus five and a half as well. But uh, I think Auburn's going to be able to score. Listen, they have SEC talent. Western Kentucky's not going to shut them down. But, I mean, I think Western Kentucky puts up 30-plus here, and you just need a couple touchdowns from Auburn. Could be a, yeah. a sneaky, sneaky, like, Big dick bet where you put money line on Western Kentucky because they're that legit on offense. Yeah. Well, and Auburn just can't is coming off a huge win. Yeah. Well, I don't know how huge. I agree. Yeah. Usually it would be huge, but it is Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, I I agree. And before that, four straight losses. So they're they're not a good football team. And in those four games, they gave up 42, 48, 41, and 39. There you go. No, I love it. Love all three of them. So UMass plus 33 and a half, Western Kentucky, Auburn over 52. 
uh, over 52 and a half army minus 10. That gets you a whopping plus 595, boys. That's a good one. Any part of three team parlay that gets you almost 600. That's what we love to see. Uh, I'll stay hot here. NFL, my lock is Eagles minus six and a half. I think this line is not 10 because the Eagles <laughs> lost in ugly fashion and the Colts had a Cinderella win against one of the shittiest teams in the NFL. So I think people are overvaluing the Colts and Jeff Saturday and undervaluing probably the best team in the NFC. You know, eh, probably not probably the Vikings now, but, um, but still um, neither here nor there, they're top three, top two for sure. So I think the Eagles uh, in Indy, right. I believe. So I think, I, I, yeah, so I think they travel on the road to Indy. It's not a tough place to play. Sorry for my Colts fans. Uh, indoor, I think Hertz has no problem running around, throwing around. They 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 wipe the floor with them. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go my NFL lock with the Bears plus three. I got them at plus three and a half, which I love even more. Um, That's what my parlay that I built was too. Was plus yeah. three and a half. Yeah, yeah. So they're playing at Atlanta again. I feel like. Um, I think Atlanta's having a kind of a miracle season too. They're supposed to be one of the worst teams. Not that they're great. They're four and six. Uh, the Bears are three and seven. The Bears, you know, should be four and six, uh, maybe even five and five. Who knows? But I like the Bears here. I feel like they're tra- trajecting upwards um, to finish the season strong. So I'm going to be riding the Bears in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Panthers, Ravens over 43 and a half. Um, I think Baltimore coming off a bye week, they're, they're going to be healthier than they've been all year. I think uh, Lamar Jackson's going to come out slinging it. And I do think their defense gives up enough that Carolina is frisky enough that I think they keep it close, and, which helps with, you know, Baltimore going to want to still keep scoring. And I think Baltimore gives up a couple big plays that I really think there's no issue getting 43 and a half here. That's even – I just got on DraftKings, and that line's at 41. Yeah, I think I even, even got it at four, I think I even got it at 42 as well. So yeah, it's moving, it's moving mm-hmm. downward, which is good. So um yeah, love all three of those. Kai Kaiser, I do have a quick question. You you asked about the data of the year, so over 500. And then I'm guessing a piggyback off that was if it's close or a tie, it goes off locks. So is that why you went the over-under uh strategy this week in locks? Honestly, I just had to switch something up. Gotcha. Uh, I, gotcha. I have not been been very good in locks, obviously, at nine and twelve. So I, I had to switch something up. And I actually have a lot of unders this week mm. and just happened to love those two. I literally I do like I, them both. That has nothing to do with why you, I was just curious. I pick all my games and I scroll up and down and be like, oh, I like that one a lot. All right, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. So yeah, um, if you do. Oh, news sorry, for yeah, you guys, yeah. I did just put in the parlay, so there's no chance of me forgetting to put them in if one of them yes. wins. Well, probably yes. both will win, so you guys definitely, the fans, which there are many, should definitely take them. But uh, I did not forget this time, so feeling good about that. Love that. So uh, Bears plus three, Eagles minus six and a half, Panthers, Ravens over 43 and a half. That gets you a plus 611. Uh, so love that for the NFL. All six of them get uh, get you plus 4,851. Another five grand uh, parlay, boys. Throw throw a nice little $100 sheet on it. Uh, that'd be nice to walk away. Um, so yeah, make sure you play the Degenerate Dad Locks of the Week. All right, boys, getting into our weekly segment. 
and as we do, always, always, we go to our boy Kaiser. Kaiser, who is your bum of the week? This one's kind of just sad to say. It's Sean McVay. He has been absolutely terrible this year. This is past the Super Bowl hangover. They are bottom of the barrel NFL. They have the same amount of wins as the Browns, Lions, Broncos, Panthers, Jags, Saints, and Bears. That is not a group you want to be in, unfortunately, for my guys. Sorry, but the Rams should not, should not be there. They are 29th in scoring offense, dead last in rushing yards. I just don't care that they lost some guys from last year. They should not be this bad. On top of that, I don't even know if we brought this up. All-time coward move for Sean McVay to say earlier this year, when the Rams' core of Ramsey, Donald, Stafford are gone, so is he. Huge pussy move. Doesn't love football. He won one ring, and now he's ready to give it all up. Who cares? He won. He's done a terrible job this year and a terrible job last week. Cardinals had their third-string quarterback in at one point. And the Rams still couldn't do anything. It's been a disaster there. Bum of the week, Sean McVay. Not you guys remind me, like, what all they lost. I know they lost OBJ. They lost uh, the, the their, 50, their 50-year-old tackle. <laughs> and, uh, Robert and I, Woods, right? Is that yeah. right? And, they and Von Miller. Miller. And, Von yeah, Miller. and they lost another interior lineman, I believe. Not like a big-name guy, but – I want to say they they had three new starting offensive linemen this year, which yes is a big deal. We're now in week ten of the NFL. Like, if you can't get your line together by then, then then fix it. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. you should not be winning the Super Bowl and come back and be a three also, and seven team. There, I mean, you can't. I mean, yes, they lost Von Miller. He's looked great this year. Every level on the defense, you have a general like a, a legit five-star or pro bowl talent you got yeah. Yeah, ramsey donald wagner like yeah that that de- that defense is good enough to win you games yeah it's crazy they have it no i love that bum of the week yeah no i do too uh i'll go ahead here my bum of the week i keep on seeing this guy's name like every time flipping through red zone or something uh my bum of the week's kenny galladay he is the mm-hmm. new york giants wide receiver after last season, he signed a four-year, $72 million, con- $72 million contract, $40 million of that contract guaranteed, $28 million guaranteed at signing. Ooh. And I bet you guys can't guess his stats this year. Oh, I bet he, uh, let me he's go. got 30 catches, 200 yards, no touchdowns. I bet mm-hmm. he's got nine catches, 130 yards, no touchdown. That is, Those are great guesses. Both of you guys are dead fucking wrong. He has two catches <laughs> for 22 yards. Oh, now, my God. Now has that he played be, every game? No. That being said, oh. he's played five games total. Okay. Still. But still. still, and has been benched in multiple of those games. Last last week, he, he had a five-yard crossing crossing route. Second and five for the Giants. Bounced right, right off his tits. They benched him. <laughs> He's got three starts. You're paying this dude forty million guaranteed, and he's got three starts for your team. Crazy. And then, and then now I think he's out this week because uh, he's got some sort of a hamstring. Um, but like that, he, that just he Cowboys, Cowboys guy. That's where he came from, right? Or no, he came from Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. And I yeah. think he balled out the last year there. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I was looking for his, looking at his stats. Uh, I think like, I think I'm thinking of Gallup or something. Or yeah, yeah, there yep. now. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, like I think he had like 65 receptions one one season. His last season in Detroit, I think last year he had like 37 with the Giants or whatever. And yeah, I mean, four years, 72 million, 40 million guaranteed, and the guy's not even starting, and he's getting benched. That's awful, man. Yeah, so Dude, that's my bum of the week. And they're successful, and they're winning. Yeah, <laughs> well, and so like I, he benched him, and and Gable um, put in some other guy, and they're like, hey, like why'd you? And they were like, we just this guy got an opportunity, took advantage of it, and you know that, that that's that. That's football. And I've yeah. seen some of the routes like he's just lazy as fuck, just like yeah, doesn't even want yeah. to be there. Yeah, like, and, and the thing is though. Paid. Yeah, well, and the thing is, he's going to demand a trade or something, and then they're going to end up probably cutting him, yeah, or and something. Just eat, eat that and just contract. eat it, and then yeah. he he may get picked up. And I just this guy's on this guy's on the line to where he's just going to float around the NFL for the next five years or something. And then, but if that, I, yeah. but I don't know, man. Like I'd do that for forty million for sure. He he he'll be fine in the end. Uh, no, I'm going to keep it within the NFL family here. My bum of the week is Najee Harris. The dude was I had I had this dude winning like one of my hot takes of the year was him winning the rushing title. I thought yeah. he had a, I thought he had a great rookie year. I think he's a dog. I've been following him since high school. Uh, Najee Harris has 460 yards, one touchdown this year. He has not gone gone over 100 yards yet this year. Ooh. And Matt Ryan has a longer run than Najee Harris this year. It was the one last week against the Raiders. It's just embarrassing, man. Like his longest run is like 21 yards or like something like that. It's just awful. He was, and this is a little Homer pick because uh picked him in the first round of fantasy and he's just done absolutely nothing for me. Oh, you so, don't think I noticed that trade, Nate? Yeah, I, I gave you others. It wasn't straight up. Him, Melvin Gordon. I don't know the other two, but yeah, uh, no. I, it was him, a receiver, and then a Gasecki from Miami. So tied in. I gave you a lot of what you needed. So which I think I cut in that Josh, league. And Josh, you know, maybe... needs, Josh needs everything. Yeah, I give up on that. Dude. I'm time. not. I'm not a fantasy guy. I, I pick <laughs> players I like. That's why I still got fucking Sky Moore on my bench. Hot soup. <laughs> hot soup. So yeah, yeah we uh, haven't got an update on that, but he still sucks. Yeah. Um. Najee Harris is terrible, man. Like, how can – I mean, and they have no quarterback. So, I get people can load the box, but still, you're going to get every opportunity to run the ball. How you don't have 500 yards through 10 games and you only have one touchdown, it's just – it's awful. So, my bum of the week is Najee Harris. Um, Sky Moore uh, update, he has seven receptions. I think he had that three weeks ago because we were like, uh, he's halfway no, there. He didn't. Are you sure? Because uh, he got a reception last week and then the two previous weeks he had zero, so – there we go. Okay. There's no chance he gets to 15. That's I'm so true. glad we bet five grand on that. Not do that. Go <laughs> we on, did not, next yeah, segment. We did next not. segment. All right, next segment. Running into it. Uh untrustables, boys. The untrustable board, you know, has stayed significantly clear the past couple weeks with uh, some winning weeks from the boys. But uh I definitely have someone outside the game of football. Uh, but Josh Kaiser. Hit us with it. Whoever wants to go first, untrustables. I'll go first. So there's a guy on this podcast that literally consistently says that this team can't tackle. They may not be able to tackle, but they can't fucking score. And they're not giving up 70 points a game. 
Charlotte Overs <laughs> are on my untrustful. It's taken like yeah. the past four weeks. I don't know if any of them has hit. I think I was with Kaiser two weekends ago and he was like, oh yeah, already 21 points in the Charlotte game. Well, oh, easy. And then didn't hit. I mean, they're they're just not hitting. And no. I, I don't care if it hits this weekend. I'm not taking it. I'm not going to yeah, get bullied into it. this pick anymore. It's for me, Charlotte Overs, because like their over-unders are like 60 plus every single every game time. and every they time. don't score yeah. and the other team can't score 60 by themselves because they're playing in a dog shit conference that teams don't score 60 points so, so I'm, I'm done with charlotte overs so i said after last week didn't hit i was also going to add them to the untrustables and then i pulled up the mashup this week boys <laughs> Charlotte is, Charlotte's giving up 41 points a game and Louisiana Tech is giving up 39 a game. The over under 64 and a half. They're on the crust. If this over doesn't hit, it's dead to me. But I promise you it's going to hit this week. Oh my God. That's a good one, Josh. That's yeah, I don't so think... many points. They're averaging giving up 80. Someone has to score. Uh, yeah, man. I'm. I'm going to go a different route with the Untrustables. Uh, last night, getting into uh, college basketball, had a 14-team parlay. Through, I can't remember how much I threw on it, but I think the payout was like 1700 Lost the very first game. Went 13-0 after that. Oh. Fucking Louisville basketball team. Lost oh. by one. All I had them was money line. Minus 250. Lost by one to App State. Absolute heartbreaker, dude. You know what it's like to see one red X and then 15 or 14, whatever it was, green check marks in a parlay. (sighs) Absolute brutal beat. Uh, Dude, they're one and two against mid-major teams in basketball already this year. They're fucking awful. So on the Untrustables, uh, they need to get the prostitutes back in the business and get those good recruits in there. Uh, and yeah, they're terrible. They're on the untrustables, never betting them again until March is over. So that's so hard to hear, Nate. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't yeah. have much else to say, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Just an absolute heartbreaker. Cause I mean, you guys probably do it too. You throw a parlay out like that. You're not watching all the games. I'll just wake up and see what happens. Right. To see that I lost the first game of the night and then went 13-0, that's what it was, 13-0, mm-hmm. just absolute brutal. So, yeah, untrustable Louisville basketball program. Um, all right, boys, good shit. Uh, way to run through it. Uh, now, transitioning into our college games of the week. We got four on the board. Um, you know, it's a, it's a weird week, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's the week right before uh, Rivals, I, right? Rivalry yep. week. So. Um, you know, you got some cupcakes, you got some serious games. So uh, we got a little bit, mixture of both. So first one we get into Big Ten matchup, uh, Michigan on the road uh, at Illinois, uh, Michigan minus 18 over under 42. Josh, go ahead hit us off. Is it on the road? Michigan's nope, home. sorry. Nope, Michigan's home. That's on the Okay, game. all right. That's I, think, my thought. I think they play like 12 home games. Somehow. Yeah, I, re- yeah. I read that backwards. <laughs> No, you're good. Um, yeah, so I think this is a tough spot for Michigan because they have obviously Ohio State next week and everything's riding on that game, but they got to take care of business first. And it doesn't help that Illinois is still fighting for the Big Ten West. I think they're tied with Purdue. 
um, right now to the to first in the Big Ten West. Um, the good thing is, is that a lot of people right now probably want to shit on Michigan's uh, passing offense, but they've also haven't had to pass. Um, Illinois has got the number one pass efficiency defense. Um, Illinois' defense is good, but I think Michigan's going to be able to – I think they have enough talent to where they're going to be able to do enough. And that um, the good thing about J.J. is that he can get out of the pocket and make some plays and stuff like that. Um, if I didn't love Michigan so much, I would take Illinois to cover this game. I think 18 points is a shit ton of points. I think Illinois' starting running back might be hurt, and that's like their biggest part that's of their, their team. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know if he's out for sure or not. I just saw something that he's a little banged up, but uh, I, I'm not going to do that to my team. I'm not going to take a spread here. I'm going to take the over 42, um, which I don't love, but I had to take something on this game, and I'm going to take – because I think Michigan's going to show that they can throw the ball. Because uh, I don't think – Illinois played Purdue, um, and Purdue threw for like 347 and three touchdowns or something like that, but like – I would say Michigan has more talent than Purdue and it's going to be able to put themselves in a better situation than Purdue. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be riding the over 42 in this game and uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I think Illinois, if like you didn't, if you aren't a Michigan fan, you definitely take Illinois to cover here at plus 18. But then again, um, my record shows I'm not a genius. So fuck off. Yeah, I actually, that, no, ahead. you go ahead, Nate. You go right. ahead. Yeah. So Mich- yeah, no, you're good. Uh, I like Michigan here, man. I just think they beat the shit out of people at home. Uh, I think they love playing at home. They got a good atmosphere there. Uh, so I got Michigan minus 18. I think this is one of those games. We said it a couple weeks uh, back. It's just one of those games where you find out in the first seven minutes of the first quarter, if this is going to be close or yeah. if this is going to be a thrashing. It's kind of like the yeah. Maryland game earlier in the year uh, where they just felt like they could never get going early and often. So I think you kind of – you either see the same thing or they run away with it. It's it's yeah. neither, it's nothing in the middle. Uh, so yeah, Michigan minus eighteen uh, didn't play the over under, but if I had to, but I mean I think Michigan could get thirty on them. Honestly, thirty they yeah. can score thirty. Um, they're just asking Illinois to score a couple tuds. So yeah, Michigan minus eighteen for sure, and over under I'd probably hit the over forty two. I love Michigan here. I I kind of disagree with both you guys on a couple things. I don't think Illinois' defense is that good. I think they have played terrible teams. As Nate said last week, is bum of the week. The other side of the Big Ten is awful. Their non-conference schedule was awful. I think they played Chattanooga one game. Their losses are Indiana, Michigan State, and Purdue. Like, Illinois is not a good football team. They don't have a single good win. They're spiraling last two straight weeks, two losses. And also – I somewhat disagree with Nate on, like, you'll know right away. Michigan's a second-half team where they start running the ball and just fucking bully people the entire second half. Yeah, we and saw like, it against Rutgers, too. Rutgers, slow, like, even, off, even yeah. Nebraska last week, they were up, what, 14 at half, and all of a sudden Nebraska, like, didn't move the ball and Michigan didn't get stopped the rest of the game. So on top of that, I think Harbaugh wants style points, and he's he wants to get the starters rolling before the big game next weekend. I think he want, he's going to keep him in longer than maybe you would think. He has no problem throwing the ball with two minutes left up 17. So he he's – I just think it's not enough. 
the 18 points is not enough. I think Michigan doesn't have a problem. I do like the over, like you guys said. I, I'm not going to take it yet. I'm just scared Illinois might really only get three points, and then you need the rest for Michigan. 42 is low for a Michigan team that averages 41 and a half a game. Probably end up taking the over, but right now I just love Michigan minus 18. So this is off topic, but my dad and I were talking about this last weekend. So it's UCLA and USC that's joining the Big Ten, yeah. right? Yep. There's no way that they just split those teams. One goes to the east, one goes to the west, right? Like they have to restructure it. You would think, but I think we. I, it might be finalized that they're just splitting them. But I don't know. I don't know either. I, I could just be speaking out of my ass, but I'm thinking like the teams on the West that have just literally ran the table the past fucking however many years, like Northwestern had, they found their nut to where they went to the Big Ten Championship against Ohio State, but it's been Wisconsin and Iowa, essentially. Yeah. And then the East has Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State. And Penn State. And Penn State. So, like, I don't know, dude. They, they got to restructure it because the more and more I hear people talk about it is that this Michigan-Ohio State game, either move it to earlier in the year or, like, you know, it's it's got to change because literally the, the last game of the season is riding on everything for both these teams. And I love it being the last game of the year. I don't – I'm not advocating for one thing or the, for the other, but, like, the conference has to realign in some way to where it evens out a little bit because Illinois is going to end up what? Like if they lose this game, they're going to be seven and four. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't know. And and then like, if Purdue gets into the big 10 championship, like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. I like agree. That's insane. And um, I feel like we it, talked about it last week too. Right. Like splitting, if you could split Michigan and Ohio State one on each side and make that last game, yeah, for the Big Ten championship means something. It's just so lopsided because Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State—they beat the shit out of each other. One of those teams gets fucked out of the playoff, and when you all, when you constantly have Georgia and Alabama both going to the playoff, even though one of those teams lose in the championship. Yeah, it's it's that SEC bias. I was just about to bring that up. Like, yeah, a one-loss SEC team will almost always get in unless they all beat each yeah. other like they kind of have, and there's one undefeated. And, um, and if Michigan win, loses one game to Ohio State, they're out? They're out. There's like, I, I just think that's insane when LSU, a two-loss team, if, if they run the table, they're in. And like yeah. you said, if they change that to a game earlier in the season and then Michigan won out – I, it is a different story. Like people were talking about letting Oregon back in after they lost by 50 in week one. Yes. I, that's what I'm saying. Included. Like if, if that happened in September, people would somewhat forget about it and be like, well, Michigan's yeah. rolling. Their only loss is to an undefeated Ohio state. They yes. get in. True. So, yeah. Sorry, Nate, I cut, I cut you off. But I, I do love the rivalry part of it. Like Thanksgiving yeah, weekend every time, but yeah. I, I agree with you. Something's got to change the way it is now just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, the only thing you could do is th- – I don't even know. Throw Northwestern to the east and then add both those teams – or, you know, something like that and throw both those teams, like, just in the west so then they have, like, at least two powerhouses over there. Like, I don't – Well, and it keeps think- that that rivalry between UCLA yeah, and USC. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's big. Can't, yeah. Can't really call them powerhouses. They haven't been powerhouses for the past 10 years. But they're back now, which is good, before they join the Big Ten. 
Um, yeah, man, it's interesting. I, I can't wait to see what they do. Hopefully they do it right. So um, obviously they're going to keep football in mind first. Like that's what it's about is bringing yeah. the football program. So like they're not going to worry about any other sport, which is and good, so. if, if somebody comes to me and tells me why they shouldn't split it up on all ears, yeah, like, true. Be, because I can't find a reason why they shouldn't realign things like, yes, Michigan and Ohio State and Michigan, Michigan State should always play each other. Always. Yeah, very but true. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, the sidetracked, but it was no, burning no, a hole good. in my brain and no, I don't know I what to it. think. I get it. Because, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, the Ohio State people had to be so fucking pissed last year. Had a great year all the way through. Mich- I mean, Michigan fucking dog walked them. So that's one thing or another. But you lose yeah. in a one possession game. Like that's just a heartbreak. You're just yeah. instantly out. So yeah, uh, moving yeah, moving on. Uh, TCU uh, minus two and a half at Baylor. I almost made it my lock again. I'm gonna go. What what's happening? What 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 is TCU done to be plus seven and then minus two and a half at Baylor? Like what it what the fuck is happening, honestly? And I'll let you like, go ahead, but can I add to help that? TCU is eight one and one against the spread this year. Vegas can't figure them out either. So yeah, that's very true. So I mean, I, I'm not gonna add anything crazy. I just got TCU minus two and a half. I mean, I might throw five units at it. I I don't know. That's well, all I got. I'll go ahead. Uh, I, I love TCU minus two and a half too. I also have the over. <laughs> I think Baylor got exposed last week a little bit, and TCU came in, like we mentioned, the seven-point underdog, handled business. I, I am personally done underestimating the Horned Frogs. I yeah. think they take care of business this week again, easily cover a field goal. And listen, TCU is nowhere near Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, or even Tennessee, but they are a good team, and, and beating a 6-4 and four Baylor middle-of-the-pack 12, Big 12 team, I don't think is out of the question. Like I mentioned, eight one and one against the spread this year. Um, I also think it is an easy over. Don't get blinded by the seventeen ten TCU score last week. They still give up twenty five a game, and I think Baylor will be able to score. And I just think TCU will score that much more. Both are averaging thirty four plus per game. So give me the over and hammer the Horn Frogs. Yeah, so I'm going to be the opposite of Kaiser there. Um, I don't know. I was looking into this game and. Baylor has the second best defense in the Big 12. Again, I have, I don't know if that says anything because it's the Big 12 and uh, TCU's offense is so versatile. Um, TCU's only turned the ball over seven times this season. Um, I think Baylor's going to run the ball to where they can take advantage of the clock here. Um, I think that's the only way that when they get close to win this game is that they control the clock and they don't let uh, TCU's offense on the field. I'm going to take the under 58. Um, I just added um, TCU minus two and a half. I can't believe I didn't pick that prior. I think I was just like, I don't know. I, I picked Baylor earlier in the year and they kept on, they kept on fucking me. So I I don't know. I like, again, they're TCU's eight, one and one against the spread. Like Vegas can't read them. I don't know. Uh, if Vegas can't read them, your boy right here definitely can't read them. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride TCU minus two and a half and the under fifty eight, um, just because I think it's gonna be a clock game for Baylor and it's Baylor at home. So I don't know. And maybe if that that second rate ranked defense in the Big Twelve does matter, I don't know. So 
There we go. Yeah, anything less than a field goal, I I don't see how that's possible. Yeah. I don't mean this, I swear, like shitting on you, Josh. I just, how were they second in the Big 12? Their last five games, giving up 31, 35, 17, 23, and 43. But that's the Big 12. Like, that, but that's yeah. literally what I said. That's what, like, they're second in defense in the Big 12. And, uh, that's like, like saying cool. you have a better offense than Iowa. Like, it's yeah. obviously, <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't matter yeah, if, like, I, because the 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 first best defense in the Big Twelve probably you know allows twenty one points a game. Like I have no idea, but that's that's what the that's what the stats say that I'm reading. Unless people are hacking my computer, which at this point I don't know if you and Nate are doing, but I'll look into it. Real big computer guy. Uh, so now I love that one. Uh, another one, another game with the same spread. Um, a road favorite here, USC minus two and a half at UCLA, uh, over under 75 and a half. Um, I don't have much to add to this one. I really liked USC, uh, early in the season, to be honest with you. I was really high on them, still kind of am. They, I, I think my hot take or something like that, that USC is back, they'll be one of the first like one or two out of the college football playoff. If they win this and win out, they could be, um, not taking the over-under if I had to take it – or wait, actually, let me see. I'm sorry. Maybe I did. No, I did. Uh, USC minus two and a half. I am taking the under here. I just think it's uh, it's a close game. I don't think uh, – I just don't think it hits. So, USC minus two and a half and the under 75. Um, yeah, I don't have – I don't have much to add to this game either. Like, I tried to look into it, and I – just couldn't convince myself either way. This is the um, ultimate field game to me. Yeah, like, 75 just... points is a lot of fucking points, especially in a game that matters a lot. A lot. Um, one of these teams is going to have to somewhat play defense. And if they get, you know, if both sides get two stops, like two to three stops each, that over is not hitting. Uh, so I'm going to take the under 75 and a half. Uh, I, I just like... I don't know. It's hard to look at a 75 point over under and being like that over is going to cash at 85, like easy, (laughs) you know, I mean, and I could be totally wrong. We could, we'll rewind this next week and be like, Oh my God, they scored 90 fucking points. Uh, But I'm just going to take the under. I I don't have a lot to say about this game because I be honest, I haven't watched fucking any of these games this year. Call me a degenerate, but it's just I can't stay away from. There's just no way. Both teams averaging 39 plus a game. If you watched USC last week, I think me and Josh took that under. Lincoln Riley ran the ball in with 40 seconds left, up 40 when he could have taken a knee. These boys are out here. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) All top 25 matchups these teams have played in so far. UCLA, Oregon with 75 points. UCLA, Utah, 74. USC, Utah, 85 points. That one was nuts. When good teams play each other in the Pac-12 this year, they're scoring points. They aren't stopping anyone. Also, the best team USC has beat this year was a 7-3 Oregon State team, which was by three points, I believe. Don't forget Stanford. No comment to that. He didn't um, purposely forget that. But. I'm taking the Bruins plus two and a half. USC Ooh. gave up 43 to Utah, lost in a close game. I think UCLA does whatever they want on offense. And in the end, I think they win the game outright. 
to ruin any chance for the Pac-12 to make the college football playoff because that's what the Pac-12 does. I like. I, I don't know, man. Uh, it just it scares me so much. Um, yeah, especially because Utah's defense is good. Like Utah's defense is pretty good, and for that game to go, I don't that, think they are anymore. I think that was last year. Yeah, man, I don't know. I like like Josh said, I couldn't agree more. How many Pac-12 games do you watch? I watched the Washington Oregon one because uh, we had a lock on it and that kind of shit. But don't watch a lot. Watched a couple games of USC early. I haven't watched them lately. Um, yeah, I just think better coach, hopefully better athletes. That's all I kind of have in mind. Um, I did play the seventy-seven over UNC Wake Forest, and it was on track until the fourth quarter and it, it, it became a game. So they slowed it down, which I think the final was 68 or something like that. So it wasn't too far off. I just don't like think a... these teams know how to slow down. So, okay. So first of all, I'm looking at these, this total defensive ranking on NCAA.com. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> first, I just want to add this in here. Michigan's number one um, in, in total defense. Number 22 is Utah. Yeah, I, I get that, and they've given up only 20 points a game. You, you somewhat have to look at who they're playing. I mean, they're not playing powerhouses. The two good teams they've played, they gave up uh, 42 to UCLA and 42 to USC. So USC. let's not say they're like some fucking freaks. True. And Mich- <laughs> Michigan's are all all their stats. are. Someone's first. hacking your computer okay. again. Oh God, you sons of bitches! Uh, we're, also, wait. we're all we're also hacking your sports books to make it look like you're losing. So. Oh, dude, I knew you guys. I knew there was collusion. Um, and USC is 87th in total defense. Um, UCLA is 69. Nice. Uh, but shout out. So we'll see. I mean, these are like to choose an under is tough to. Tough to argue, but I don't know. Maybe these teams are just so bad at defense that a fucking interception hits them in the face mask and gets stuck. Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't played either of these games yet. I need to. I need to go and put my bets in. I don't know. Kaiser's kind of making me lean over. I don't yeah. know. Especially, oh my god! Especially if we're all. How's he around. taste, Nate? How's he taste? <laughs> I do, dude. That's the only time I've ever agreed with him. I don't know, man. Are you saying that? I don't know. I mean, hey, if the boys are still hanging around on Friendsgiving and this game turns on and the fucking ball oh, fuck, is flying around the Rose Bowl, yeah. you're telling me you wouldn't get excited to hit over that. at 75 and a half? I'd go nuts. And I'll be um, honest, if, if at halftime, it, like the over-under is like 78, I'll probably take it. I'll probably take the over. <laughs> Like I'll just be honest. <laughs> like if it's trending to where it's it's like, you know, twenty three to twenty a half or something like that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, uh, dude, it's gonna be like that Houston SM, SMU game. The line mm-hmm. over was like one twenty nine. So yes, that'd be huge. Uh, moving on, last game, college football: Utah at Oregon. Oregon uh, favored by three here. It's a big one. It's a big uh, big game here. Um, both teams have a lot on the line. Josh, go ahead, throwing out them Utah numbers. What do you got for this game? 
feel like yes. I'm happy that you assume that I would because I feel like I've been riding Utah this year. I don't know. I fell in love with them after the first week since they lost at Florida. Um, I fell in love after the loss. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Uh, but uh, I think this game's going to be pretty close. Uh, Utah's front seven is going to be a lot for Oregon to handle. Um, but the thing is, Bo Nix is like kind of playing out of his mind this season. He's completed 70%, almost 70% of his passes and has 24 touchdowns. Uh, Oregon's defense doesn't get to the quarterback, almost gives up 400 yards per game. Uh, I think Utah is like a hard-nosed team to where they're just going to like brutalize Oregon, and Oregon just lost last week. And um, Utah has a lot more to gain right now than Oregon because – I think is Utah. I think Utah might be. I think they're both two lost teams. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Florida and USC for Utah. Uh, and then Oregon is USC. Florida and UCLA. UCLA okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to write uh, Utah plus three here. I know like Oregon is very successful at home. I'm sure Kaiser's fucking smirking. So I know he's going to take <laughs> the exact opposite of what I'm saying because he's a piece of shit. But I'm taking Utah plus three. There is nothing I love more in this podcast than when Josh takes a pick and provides a stat <laughs> directly against the pick he just took. What do you mean? He loves he loves Utah, but Bo Nix is playing out of his mind. Seventy percent completion rate, twenty four touchdowns. I Literally just, I'm just out of your mouth. I'm just advocate. I'm just av- I'm playing devil's advocate, man. Like I understand why you can play I'm, Oregon, but if I'm, you play I'm, Oregon, I'm, you're I love Idiot. to play devil's advocate against yourself. That's my favorite. <laughs> Someone's got to, man. I got fuck it. I got I got the angel on my left shoulder and the devil on my right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you are correct. I'm going against you. I'm taking Oregon minus three. I'm also taking this over at 62. Again, almost the same stats as the last game we mentioned. Both teams averaging 39 plus per game. Neither team is going to shut the other one down. Uh, I do think just at the end of the day, Oregon's a better football team. Uh, they're going to fix what happened last weekend, and people will remember that game that they watched and want to take Utah. Don't do it, Josh. Oregon's better. I already played it. As a dad, I can say this will probably be a game I fall asleep by halftime and just wake up by hoping I hit both picks. I don't know why the hell a top 15 matchup kickoff at 10.30 p.m. The Pac-12 is so fucking stupid. They finally have a game that the entire nation wants to watch, and they put it in a time slot that fifty percent of America will be asleep. But I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some insight on here. It's just literally called a time zone. Oh, so like <laughs> if they played at three thirty, that wouldn't help out with the time zone. I'm just saying. I'm like, you know, like the fucking people on the West yes, Coast are gonna yes, watch a uh, game. Okay, so you're Pac-12, a game that the entire nation wants to watch. And you're just gonna let just the West Coast watch it? No, I under- I'm, saying, I, I, I'm not a I, fucking I, idiot. I understand time zones, Josh. <laughs> what I'm telling you is, why don't you play it at three thirty? Fucking no, everyone like, can watch the fucking no. game. Ever Thank since you, you had a, ever, explaining time zones to me, I appreciate that. Ever <laughs> since that you, ever since you had a kid, you got a fucking warm bottle of milk in your passy to fall asleep at fucking ten p.m. Oh, uh, yeah, stay up, a, motherfucker! You're a huge guy to stay up till two p.m. watching. You literally the last time said I haven't watched a single Pac-12 game. You know why? Because they play fucking late and you're already asleep. 
You know, and, and the unfortunate thing for me is that we have friends giving this Saturday, so there's probably zero chance I'm going to stay up till 10 30 and watch this game. But if we didn't, hey, it's okay. We I would maybe watch it. Change time zones, and we'll be able to watch it. I'm not. I'm not afraid to pound a fucking 10 p.m. cup of coffee, motherfucker. I'll pound. I'll pound a fucking cup of coffee at 10. Jesus Christ! Working logistics yeah. and try to explain time zones to me. I mean, sorry they don't play at fucking 10 a.m. for your convenient 1 p.m. start time. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go here. Uh, <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so I actually really like the over in this game. I don't think Utah, uh, I just don't think Utah's defense is that dominant, especially against a, a they're not a powerhouse, but a good team, a top 10, uh, top 15 team in Oregon. Uh, so I really like the over 62 there. I haven't yet, but if I had to play a spread, just because I don't think Utah's defense is going to be as stout. Out is uh, is what people think. I'd probably take Oregon here, especially at home. Uh, probably would flip the other way, obviously, uh, if it was at Utah. But really like Oregon here at home and the over sixty two, uh, more so the over. So good shit, boys. Uh, covered a lot. College football playoffs, new Big Ten, and time zones. So good shit. Uh, let's move on to our NFL games here. Uh, first one, Jackass. Uh, first one here, Cincinnati, uh, minus four and a half at Pittsburgh, over under 41. Bengals, man, what do you got? I got to ride with my boys minus five. Or I got four. Yeah, sorry. Minus four and a half. I think I got them at five. Uh, either way, this game got flexed out of Sunday Night Football, and I'm actually really happy that it did. I think it is going to be an ugly game, you know, division rival. I just can't fathom that since he's not covering by five here. When they did play week one, Joe had five turnovers, and we still were an extra point away from winning the game. I don't like that Watt is back. The Steelers are obviously a different team with him, but I think our offense can keep the Steelers out of the end zone maybe the whole day, and Joe just does enough off of the bye week to be able to cover this this four-and-a-half, five-point spread. Yeah, I, uh, I I think it's going to be an ugly game too, but I just think since he's a better team, they have better weapons. Uh, I think this is a get the ball out quick kind of week for Joe. Uh, you know, he gets it to Boyd and all that, gets it to mix and out of the backfield. Hopefully he's on my fantasy team. Uh, um, but I got Cincy minus four and a half and the under because I think it's going to be ugly. Are you in the run for the playoffs Go ahead, Josh. for our fantasy team? I think I'm one game above 500, so I might sneak in. I think you're. I, in, I think you're in fifth right now. Son of a bitch. But it, it's it's close up top. Well, yeah, I may I just mean, I may just make the trade to fucking inch you in there because I got oh, no chance. Whoa, this is recorded yeah. collusion. Fuck that. <laughs> as league commissioner, I will shut that down. That is bullshit. Wow, as league commissioner has no review over his own trades, but. It was up there, and <laughs> no one voted against it. Dude. Well, because they don't want to get punished. They don't want to get punished, that, dude. I checked that shit You literally just word for word on. said, I'll just trade you away because I don't have a chance. That is like it's the definition trade. of collusion. Dude, I, I've looked at the trade, and it looks like maybe He's got the I have grade. the advantage. You have the oh. higher grade. Um, anyways. He's going to swindle Costin when he gets a chance. No, okay. Not. Hey guys, I'm not the fucking village idiot. Like I, I'm not a fucking toothless person that you guys are just fucking 
like literally like being like, hey, hey, buddy, why don't you like steal this loaf of bread? Because we don't have anything to eat. And it'd be good for it all of true. us. You oh, OK. You do understand time zones. So that is key. Yeah. yeah somebody out here doesn't. Anyways, he got trade raped. I don't want to hear about it. Well, so here are my in-depth thoughts about this game. I didn't touch it. <laughs> because I, I like this is such a, a Steelers game to where somehow they can beat the Bengals twice this year. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't see how Pittsburgh's offense does anything. And I also don't see like I hate that it that it's at Pittsburgh. I didn't touch this game. If I had to touch this game, I'd ride with the Bengals just because they're I think they're onwards and upwards. They're they're looking good, they're playing better each week. So um, if I had to take out do uh, the Bengals minus four and a half here, but I, I didn't touch this game. Uh, real quick, don't want to get into a long thing. Kaiser, are they hitting their stride at the right time or too early? Uh, the right time. I don't, okay. To be honest with you, I don't think they've hit their stride. Okay. I mean, All the right. Panthers game made it look like yeah, it. Yeah, that's but true. That's I need to see like two or three in a row. After the, how bad the Browns game was, uh, they mm-hmm. have not hit their stride yet. That's we're so 0-3 we're in division, so win a fucking divisional game, and then we can talk about you know hitting a fucking stride. Damn, Damn. I did not know that. Yeah, I've lost to Steelers, Ravens, and Browns so far. So I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> All right. Get into it. Bears are the same. So um, can't imagine. In- <laughs> getting into it a little bit. Uh big one here. New York Jets at New England. Uh the Pats, man, getting three here. So Pats minus three over under 38 and a half. Uh I know nothing about, I mean, I know some about these teams, but not real in-depth, just kind of a feel. I'm gonna go New England minus three because I feel like they are the daddies of the Jets. Uh, and the under 38 and a half, I think this could get ugly and a game where uh, old Zachy boy throws some picks. So I, I'm actually like I, to start this season and be like the Jets are good is like would have never came out of my mouth. But at the same time, I think this is going to be a knockout drag out game. Um, it's going to be cold, like a high of 39 in fucking Foxborough or some shit. Uh, I think the New York Jets are going to be able to do the, do enough on the ground and the passing game, especially because Patricia is leading New England's offense. And if I had to compare the two uh, between Sala's defense and Patricia's offense, I'm going to take Sala's defense 10 out of 10 times. I'm going to ride uh, the New York Jets plus three. I hate that it's at New England, but like I, I can't get a read on the on the Patriots at all. Like I can't tell I can't tell if they're mediocre, if they're somewhat good, or if they're just bad and like disciplined enough to win football games. But I'm going to be riding the Jets plus three. I think you hit it right on the head. I don't think they're good enough to beat really good teams, but they're not stupid enough to not cover and lose to the Colts. Like, they're just – like, that's a good comparison in my – like – Where do the, they play the, the Colts? Raiders have good – They lost already. That was a ricochet home, shot that weeks. usually comes out of my mouth. That was great, Nate. Yeah. No, they didn't lose to the Colts. I'm sorry. They, I'm saying – They beat um, the Colts. They beat the Colts, yeah. 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 So, and – Well, if the, if, the, if the Colts right now are, are literally the the – the line to where if you're good or if you're not good, then that's 
That's no, no, no. Not I a meant good line like, to read. No, I meant like if you're disciplined enough and coached yeah. well enough to beat that kind of yeah. team. Like the Raiders have more talent probably yeah. than the Pats, but they lose to the Colts because they're not yeah. coached well and they have their discipline. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I just think Salah is going to totally get in fucking Patricia's ass here. Like to where <laughs> he's kind he's, of a dog. Who? Uh, uh, Sala, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just remember him watching him on the sidelines with the 49ers and just being like, this dude has his defense ready to die for him. And I think, like, him and I don't Brady. know. I, I And I don't know how many of these players for the past however many years were with the Jets or if it's just, like, new people and cycling in and out. But if there's a coach that you're going to – play for in a defense, like, especially if you've ever played for a defensive minded coach, you're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, the, de- the entire defense is behind this guy and the offense just has to do enough to win the game and the defense is going to hold it down. Um, yeah. So guys, what do you think? You big headed fuck. Uh, yeah. And you guys talk a lot about the defense, but shout out New York jets, offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur. St. Joseph Puma's offensive coordinator recruited me out of high school. Uh, Anyways, I'm taking the Jets plus three and the under 38 and a half. I just don't see how this game is too different from the first time they played. And in my opinion, that game, if if Wilson doesn't throw that pick in the two-minute drill in the first half and they give up a field goal, I think it ends differently. They are both coming off a bye. They know each other well, so I think it is going to be a low-scoring game. If Zach Wilson can keep it to one turnover or less – Jets went out right. I was too scared to look at Belichick's record off a of bye week because I know it won't be in my favor. But this is not the team that he's had, you know, the last 20 years. This Jets defense is scared of no one, especially Mac Jones. I think it's an ugly game. I think worst case scenario, I push on the spread, but the under should be an easy win. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so I just Googled uh, Bill Belichick off uh, bye week, and the first article I see is – Head coach Bill Belichick is legendary after a bye week. That's that literally is why I said I'm too scared to look. <laughs> Didn't want oh. to know that. Well, he's 14 and five off a of bye week, but I'm not fucking worried. The Jets are gonna fucking pound sand in their ass. <laughs> All right. So uh, if that helps you, Kaiser. Yeah, that definitely helped me sleep tonight. All right, moving on. Um Got a big one here, man. Big NFC matchup. Dallas on the road versus Minnesota. Uh, as I have it right now, Dallas minus one uh, over under 47 and a half. Does anyone know why this line is Dallas minus one? I just think they, they're a good run team and they have a good defense. And hopefully they're hoping after a big emotional win on the road in Buffalo that you kind of fade Minnesota here uh, for a letdown spot. But I don't, I don't know. I'm not a professional. No, I like, I, I, sorry, Kaiser. Go ahead. Well, as the Vikings guy on the podcast, Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to take Dallas minus one here. Oh wow! <laughs> didn't even answer the question that you asked. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> and I'm taking the under 47 and a half. I, I hate to do it to my Vikings, but I think Dallas <laughs> rolls here. I think you see the Cowboys defense come back strong after last week, and I can almost see the game play out already in my head because I'm seeing the board that well. 
Vikings scored a touchdown on the first drive. Looked like they're still rolling after a big Bills win. And then I don't know if Kirk finds the end zone again for the rest of the game. I think Dallas pounds the rock. Vikings not going to be able to stop them. Just one of those games that it almost seems like the clock never stops and it's the first game done in the afternoon slot. I'm feeling like a 24-13 Cowboys win. Seems like a big, exciting future playoff NFC matchup, and I just don't think it lives up to the hype. I hate to do it to my Vikings, but I got to ride with the Cowboys in the under. Well, that sucks. I got the exact same thing. <laughs> Moving on. I think Dallas's run game uh, will kind of prevail here and, you know, show what what they probably should have shown last week. Don't get me wrong. Last week was a great game. Uh, hate that for McCarthy that he lost to Rodgers like that. You know, that's just one game. He wanted to win all year. Um, but, yeah, just I, I think Dallas kind of pulls away with it here. Um, and I, I the same thing, man. I, I got the under. I don't see both teams scoring 24 points. So I just kind of where I go from there. Um, I haven't gave out my pick yet, but like, I don't know. I'm trying to look at the stats here. Let's see here. Oh, fuck. I did not know that. Uh, Vikings are definitely last in rushing defense, uh, which is not ideal. And let's see where the um, Cowboys are. Okay, they're not last. They're uh, top of the pack. Halfway through, um, well, to be to be honest, I got I got Vikings. insight to the listeners. We do our stats live. We don't prep for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. because you guys were like, you guys just kept on saying how the Cowboys were going to pound the rock, pound the rock, pound the rock. Um, and I was like, do you guys have any stats to fucking back that up? Um, yeah, no, they're uh, – yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I still got Vikings plus one and a half, so I'm going to take them. So fuck you guys. We'll see who wins. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Josh. Well, no, you guys are laughing at that when I just researched that and I found it out live. But I know you guys didn't fucking do a lick of research to see what they were in rushing defense. Well, and you're just well, like, oh, they're, they're going to pound the rock. Pound well, the no, rock. You guys don't know fuck. Well, no. The reason I said pound the rock because it's Traditionally, Dallas's O-line is decent. They're top-notch in the NFL. And we've been talking about that two-headed monster all year. Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. So that's my only defense for saying. Do you want want a side bet for the Oregon game and this game? Okay, so here's the bad news for me as well. Is that (laughs) Devil Devil Zad? Uh, the Vikings are also dead last in rushing offense, and uh, the Cowboys aren't amazing. They're like fucking 15th. So, yeah, I have no stats to back up my pick, and neither do you guys until I just write them off live. But I'm going to be riding the Vikings plus one and a half here. So, fucking suck me from the back. Fuck you guys. Next game. Next I game. want the next game. All right. <laughs> Another divisional matchup. Uh, so, first for four there. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs on the road uh, versus the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Chiefs minus six and a half, the over under 50 here. Um, Josh? Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm going to take the under in this game because it's prime time and I can't keep on expecting the Chargers to come alive. So my pick is the under. I'm taking the over. 
No way. <laughs> Uh, by the time we get to Sunday night, I'm sure I'm going to take KC too. Just can't do it at the moment. I know Mahomes hasn't lost to like a November or December game since what feels like 1985. Is that a season. fact? I think for the last three or four years, he hasn't lost a November or December game. Okay. Um, But it does seem like big number underdogs are covering a lot this season. Uh, but like I said, I, I'm just taking the over for now. Somehow I think the Chiefs like seem to shine in prime time, and somehow Mahomes is going to have a couple of those plays that Chris Collinsworth just says he's special. Al, I also think Herbert does enough to get us the over. He has not been the MVP front runner like everyone thought. It doesn't seem like we've had an exciting Sunday night football game in a while, maybe all season. I think this one finally produces. NFL did flex this game knowing this was probably our best chance of the day at fireworks. So let's just bet the over, hope it happens. Hey, I, I apologize, Nate. Um, I just realized the stats that I was, I was reading off just now were in ABC order. So everything, everything that I just said about the Vikings is not correct. It's not correct, but so – the board knows what these stats are, but they're whatever I just said aren't right. So Nate, keep going about the Chargers Chiefs game. <laughs> that hacker is in your head, dog. Oh, well, Who I does that, man? I I Google the rankings and they put them in ABC order. I want the rankings, man. <laughs> we are not professionals. <laughs> Oh, that hacker's in your kitchen. Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna go. I, <sighs> I, I am gonna play the spread here, you pussies. Uh, I got Chargers plus six and a half. Uh, they had a miracle cover. If you guys remember that, like week two or three, whatever that was in Arrowhead. <sighs> um, so I, I and I'm gonna defend Herbert a little bit. He's been out, been without his one and two receiver all, all year. year. All year, man. Like, can't catch yeah. a break. Eckler hasn't caught fire since, like, four weeks ago. Uh, he's starting to look like a guy that can catch out of the backfield and do some special things there. So, I got Chargers plus six and a half. And I'm going to hit the over as well. Just, Lord, please give me a fucking fun primetime game. If it's yeah. going to be one, it's going to be this. So, yeah, that's what I got. Chargers plus six and a half over 50. Oh, boys, we are – we're fucking in one here. An absolute fucking alphabetical order stuff. Yeah, golly. I, I didn't the, the Viking <laughs> the Vikings suck. They're almost fucking dead last. They start with the V. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? When you said that, I'm looking it up. The Vikings <laughs> allow 118 rushing yards and the Cowboys allow 143 rushing yards. I'm like, that doesn't add up, but I'll just let it ride. <laughs> with Why it. didn't you fucking say that? Okay, here. They're off it. The Vikings defensive ranking, they're ninth. Are you sure? I per this people <laughs> also ask, what is the Vikings defensive rank? <laughs> You're asking Siri right now? Is this what oh, <laughs> essentially? Um okay, whatever. Go on to the next thing. Sick man. All right, guys. Yeah, so that's our that's our college football and NFL slate. Um, man, a lot of movement in terms of lines and just overall brain cells uh within those picks. Uh proud that we got through that. 
Uh, now it's time, boys, for the finale. Let's go through our full card. I think all three of us, for maybe the first time, have 40-plus. All three of us. We got some meaty cards here. So um, whoever wants to take the wheel, go ahead. I'll fucking do it. Um, I'm not including my Mac plays tonight because this isn't going to be released until yep, I guess. Uh, Friday morning or whatever. Um, college, let's start there. I got Tulane minus three and a half. I got SMU, uh, Tulane under 65. Uh, I think it was I watched UCF SMU or something like that, and they didn't sniff the over, so I'm going to go ahead and keep – Running with the under 65. I got Tulsa minus 13 and a half, Liberty minus 10. Liberty did me absolutely dirty last week. They were in a letdown spot. I didn't even think about it. And they literally just did not come through. I got Army minus 10 as my lock. Um, I got uh, Louisiana Lafayette FSU over 52. I got TCU Baylor under 58. I got Northwestern plus 20. I'm trying to think who they play. Doing off top of head who they play. Who um, was it again? I couldn't hear you. Northwestern. I think they really? play at Purdue. Purdue. At yeah. Purdue. Yeah. yeah, they play at Purdue. And everyone uh, on my social media is selling those tickets. There might be 40 uh, people in, in the stands. Yeah, and and I just like – I Shout get, out Weisenberg or just go to the game, Johnny. Have fun. Yeah, and I just don't get like, okay, uh, Purdue won last week, but again, like – to be a 20-point favorite. I know Northwestern isn't good at all, but um, 20 points is a lot. I got Duke plus 7.5. I got Nebraska plus 12.5. I got Michigan State minus 10. I got Illinois, Michigan over 42. UTSA, Rice over 59. Kansas State, West Virginia over 54.5. North Carolina State, Louisville over 45. Rutgers plus 19. Kansas plus 9. Uh, Maryland plus 27 and a half. Uh, I believe Maryland's head coach came from the Ohio State's coaching staff. Um, and Ohio State, again, another huge look ahead spot to face Michigan next week. And I, I don't think Maryland's terrible. So we'll see how that plays out. I got West Kentucky plus five and a half. I got Cincinnati Temple over 50 and a half. I got Texas Tech, uh, Iowa State under 47 and a half. Uh, Oklahoma State plus seven, Syracuse plus 10, uh, USC, UCLA under 75, Utah plus three. Um, and then NFL, I'm looking at uh, Tennessee plus three. They play at Green Bay, I believe. I know Tennessee's without four players, but I also know Green Bay is without two. Um, nothing hugely impacting for Tennessee besides I think their guard is out. Um, who's a dog, but other than that, I think they're going to be fine. Plus three at Green Bay. They win one fucking game, so everybody thinks they're the champions of the world and figured it out. I got Cleveland, Buffalo over 42 and a half. I just found out earlier today that Buffalo is expecting one to two feet of snow, so we'll uh, see how that goes. Six feet. Okay. Well, Holy shit. You know, so they're in a bum of the week, Mother Nature. Oh, see. <laughs> um, but Still already played it. Can't go back on it over 42 and a half. I got uh, the New York Giants minus three. New York Jets plus three. I got Houston plus three and a half. I don't think Houston's dead. I don't know why this team keeps on fighting. Um, I got Chicago uh, plus three and a half as my lock. I got Chicago Atlanta over 50. 
Um, I think both these teams are going to be able to put up points. They're going to be playing in a dome, so they're going to be fine. I got Philadelphia, Indianapolis over 44. I think Philadelphia could put up 30 themselves. Indianapolis just needs to do something coherent. Um, I got the Raiders plus three. Um, Derek Carr just cried on the reporter's stand, and he should be able to fight this one to where he can cover plus three. I got Minnesota plus one and a half because you guys suck. I got the Kansas City Chargers under 50 and a half. And then uh, the 49ers, Cardinals under 43. I don't think Kyler Murray's starting. Um, and like this is going to be a game to where the clock is just continually running because it's touchdown after touchdown. I think both these teams are going to eat a lot of clock. So under 43 and a half. Again, my locks are Army minus 10 and Chicago plus three and a half. Love that. Do you guys think – also, first thing, you brought up Syracuse. I didn't touch that game. want to talk about an absolute flip of the switch. They went from a top 15 team to losing four in a row and just they're nobodies now. Yeah. That's crazy. I uh, couldn't touch it because I don't know what Syracuse you're going to get. And then – sorry, the Cardinals – do does anyone think that is a coincidence? I tweeted this out that Kyler Murray is hurt, air quotations, the week that Warzone 2 came out. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, no. And yes. they got like they got all that backlash after his contract came out and required yeah. weeks or hours of film per week or whatever. And and then they like, went back on it. Yeah. And also, Syracuse plays at Boston College. Boston College isn't good. I think 10 is a huge number for Syracuse. Syracuse is uh, at Wake Forest. Mm. Dude, my my guy's internet. There's something (laughs) going on. Oh, they mixed them up. They must have changed the dates. Um, (laughs) Let me look at it closer. Okay, yeah, you're right. Syracuse plus 10. (laughs) All right. All right, we got it. All right, I'll go. I'll be quick. Uh, college football first here. Uh, Tulane minus three. Uh, no way they fucked me over two weeks in a row. Tulsa minus 13. Uh, San Diego State minus 14 and a half. Navy plus 16 and a half. I thought they showed showed up well against Notre Dame, obviously. Um, FSU minus 23 and a half. I got Pitt minus seven and a half. Uh, Michigan minus 17 and a half. Uh, just... Per, per it's just like the UNC over that hit at 77 last week. Iowa Minnesota over under is 32 and a half. I'm hitting the under pure chaos. If this hits, if the totals like 28, it'd be so fucking funny to me. So Iowa Minnesota under 32 and a half. Uh, TCU minus three. Notre Dame minus 21. Please God beat Boston College by more than three touchdowns. Um, Florida minus 14, Florida Vandy over 57 and a half, uh, Georgia minus 22 and a half. I don't think Kentucky is all that they, they're that, you know, that people say they are. I don't think that defense is as good as it was the beginning of the week and Georgia's legit NC state plus four. I know they're on the untrustables, but fuck it. Ohio state minus 27 and a half Miami plus 19 and a half, uh, Rutgers plus 19 and a half UNC minus 20. Yeah. Drake carry me home Tennessee minus 21 and a half I have some absolutely gigantic spreads as I'm reading this off live but fuck <laughs> it 
Tennessee, uh, South Carolina under 66 and a half. South Carolina will struggle to score, in my opinion. Uh, Ole Miss minus two and a half. Syracuse, Wake Forest uh, under 55 and a half. OK State plus seven and a half. Um, New Mexico State plus 28 and a half. They're playing like San Diego. I don't even know they're playing. There's no way they lose by more than 30. Um, USC minus two and a half. USC, UCLA. Oh, uh, oh, wait, I did put it, put it. Over 75 and a half. Let's go. Bucket. Bucket, uh, LSU minus 14 and a half. Um, Oregon minus two and a half. Uh, NFL, Titans plus three. Thursday night football, Titans, Green Bay over 41. I think people will think this will be a running game, knockout, drag out. I think there will be some points involved. Uh, Bears plus three. Ravens minus 11. Baltimore, Carolina over 42. Um, man, I did not. I haven't played it yet. I have Bills minus eight, but that weather is wild to outscore someone by eight. So that's to be determined. That's that's my fault. I have that on there. Uh, Philly, Indy, over 44. Uh, Pats minus three. Rams plus four and a half. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. The Saints aren't that good. Hopefully the Rams can show up. Uh, Detroit, Gi- uh, Detroit and the Giants over 46. Texans plus three. Washington, Houston, under 41 and a half. Cowboys, minus one. Bengals, minus four and a half. Denver, fucking Russ, let's ride, minus two and a half. Raiders, Denver, under 42 and a half. Uh, Chargers, plus seven. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, over 50. San Francisco, Arizona, over 43 and a half. My locks are UMass, plus 33 and a half. The Eagles, minus six and a half. That's a 50 burger, boys. Now time for the 75 burger. Yeah, I think I only have 50 right now. Oh, good. Good. good so good. we'll see. Uh SMU Tulane over 65. Tulsa minus 13 and a half. Navy UCF over 53. Virginia Tech Liberty over 46 and a half. Yukon plus 10. Not a letdown spot. Jim Mora has the boys rolling. TCU minus two and a half. TCU Baylor over 58. Duke plus seven and a half. Pitt has been bad this year. Michigan minus 18. Kansas State minus seven and a half. West Virginia is just not that good. Kansas State defense is on fire right now. With that being said, Kansas State, West Virginia over 54 and a half. Uh, <laughs> Kansas State, Kansas more in bunches. And I think West Virginia will get a few. Houston, ECU over 67 and a half. I don't know the teams. Just seems like high scoring schools. Georgia minus 22 and a half. Kentucky just lost to Vandy last week. That's all you have to say. Louisville minus four. NC State are frauds and Vegas knows it too. Texas, Kansas over 64. Classic Big 12 game. Ohio State, Maryland over 65. OSU might just keep hitting overs on their own. Western Kentucky plus five and a half. Auburn's a dumpster fire. Uh, Western Kentucky, Auburn over 52 and a half. Uh, Georgia Tech UNC over 62 and a half. Drake may might get the this overall by himself. Give the man the Heisman. Uh, Cal minus five. Stanford sucks. Tennessee, South Carolina over 66. <laughs> Tennessee's all about running it up in style points. They might hit that alone. Texas Tech plus three and a half. Iowa State sucks. Mrs. Ole Miss minus two and a half. The line doesn't make sense. Arkansas stinks. LSU was just in a letdown spot last week. Arkansas is not going to do shit. Okay, State, Oklahoma, over 64 and a half. How do you not take this over just based on history? UCLA, plus one and a half. USC, UCLA, over 75 and a half. LSU, minus 14 and a half. 
just the warm-up game for the SEC championship. By the way, that line already came out, LSU plus 16 against Georgia. Uh, Oregon minus three, Oregon, Utah over 63. For the NFL, I have Cleveland, Buffalo under 43. Six feet of snow incoming. If they move the game to a new location, which has been talked about, I should get a refund. Panthers, Ravens over 43 and a half. Carolina plus 12. Ravens defense hasn't looked great all year. Double-digit favorites seem to just out somehow be hitting at like 90% this year. Lions, Giants under 46 and a half. Ugly game. Detroit will struggle to move the ball. Jets plus three. Jets, Pats under 38 and a half. Washington, Houston over 40 and a half. Just a weird matchup. Let's just hope for points. Uh, Commanders minus three and a half. I don't think this is a letdown spot against the Texans. The Texans are trying to lose at this point. They just want the first overall pick. Bears, Falcons over 50. Fields is rolling. Bears defense seems like it's just backups only at this point. Rams, Saints under 38 and a half. Just two gross teams. Eagles minus six and a half. I think they take out their anger on fresh meat Jeff Saturday. Cowboys minus one. Uh, Cowboys, Vikings under 47 and a half. Bengals minus five. Chiefs, Chargers over 50. 49ers, Cardinals under 43 and a half. Divisional game. I just think the 49ers shut down Arizona no matter who's at QB. Another ugly Monday night football. First half parlay of the week. Uh, first half, Chicago Bears plus three. First half, Washington Commanders minus two and a half. First half, Cleveland Buffalo under 23. And first half, New York Giants minus two. And that'll round it out, boys. That's it. Man, for now, mm. we're doing the damn thing. Kaiser, if we, if we, God, I'm trying to think. If we push this thing to fucking March in terms of basketball, how many picks do you have till March? 2,000? Easily, like it's Honestly. kind of wild. It's kind of disgusting. It's those yeah, are those I, are some picks. And I've, vol- I've I've always been a volume guy. Like this is yeah. this is not because of the podcast. I mean, it's probably helped a couple, but I've always been a volume guy. That's just even when I was betting five dollars a game, I was still putting up fifty picks in a weekend. Yeah, I I just I look at the board. And I just can't say no to majority True. of the games. Yeah, I'm. I, I I love it. Ever since I started, I did my first fifty burger. I just feel like I I got yeah. to keep coming back. From you more. were you were a low volume guy at the beginning. I was been putting up some massive cards recently. Yeah, and I've been winning. Yeah, hopefully it sticks. So no man, like you said, like this podcast, you know, doing this with you guys and following football more in depth. This is the most in depth I've followed football. Like since I probably started college football, like when it's all you do for four years in college and then, you know, you, you kind of, you kind of have that football hangover. Once you're done with it, you don't follow it as much, but man, doing this and betting on it, being somewhat successful at it uh, has, you know, has brought the love back to the game, if you will. So uh, having an absolute great time. We're all seeing the floor. Well, um, that's my closing statement through and through so boys you got anything for us i got nothing good luck everybody yeah it seems like as i was listening to cards we got quite a few against each other this week so yeah saturday should be fun when we're all together sure and rooting against each other it's nothing but love boys but i gotta keep the winners going no doubt what's the over under 
do we make it to like I don't even know when Friendsgiving starts to be to be frank with I you. I think it's early, like two PM. Oof. I, my over under was do we make it to seven? Do we make it to a seven o'clock game? With kids, yeah. five hours. I was going to say, shout out to our lovely wives and children. I think it all depends on them. If they're willing to put up with the kids while the dads get hammered, sure, we could could make it all night. Also, as a guy that has hosted, you know, a Christmas party or two, it's awesome to host with no driving ability. You're just, the wheels are off. The wheels are off. Uh, So shout out Josh. I expect him to just be absolutely knackered and hammered no, no i'm i'm not I'm literally, no way no yeah. literally i'm going to be break checking all night <laughs> you guys are gonna be like oh josh have another one and be like no 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 josh josh, yeah. josh. Okay. you are my best friend i love you like a brother you are an all-time vibes guy if the yeah. vibes are hot yeah. there is no Dude, such thing as kaiser breaks. that this, man this, is full send to the end Ka- of the night Kaiser, this is not a shot, but we had a, uh, a, a Christmas party at my old apartment, like when I was right out of college, um, and fucking Josh showed up, whatever happened on the car ride, whatever, he literally showed up, sat on the couch right next to me, he's like, I have to drink as many beers as fast as I possibly can before I get turned off, and he, <laughs> dude, we, I have videos of like his hair sticking up, he was like, stirring his drink with i'm not going to tell you what it was and we had to carry him out to his car like like i mean just... the thing is like at our age with kids like how many times a year do the boys all get together i don't know that's so quarter, true once a quarter maybe yeah i mean like, when you're talking when you're talking quarters and friendship it's it's, it's few and far between and so just to preview those moments and just a preview boys there is going to be an all time bourbon selection at the Costco household. I wouldn't like, expect anything else. I, I'm already thinking about the lineup. I saw another man on Facebook today. Don't shut up, Kaiser. Dude, I almost, I almost pulled the trigger on my first uh, meetup today. And I didn't. You did? I didn't. No, I, I pushed out. Don't know why. I was the first one on it. Had been posted for a minute. I liked the prices. Liked what he posted and List out. No, what I what I got at Facebook today will uh is probably my one or two top unicorns. So Ooh. All right. We'll wait till we're done here. All right. Everybody, we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Uh we have billions and billions that are listening to this live. Uh shout out moms and dads, shout out work friends, shout out everybody. Uh boys, sign off. I love you. Love you. Love you, boys. But I got a job and I put my money away. But I got the kind of debt that no honest man can pay. So I threw out what I had from the Central Trust. And I bought us two tickets on that Coast City bus. Everything dies, baby.